right into the word of the Lord. This is a moment, it's a season. It's a season, it's a day, it's a time where God wants to reveal his plan in your life. I want to instruct you today, don't abort the plan. Don't abort your wilderness moments where God is preparing to open up a Red Sea for you to cross through to get to the other side. We've been talking for the last few weeks. We've really been dealing with this issue that Moses and the children of Israel had after they were after they were released, freed out of 400 years of slavery. They get to this camp where they camp by the sea, middle of the desert, middle of the wilderness, what you want to call it. We talked about the first week they had to deal with the restrictive frontier where faith seems to be restricted limited promises out of reach it's beyond my reach I've got a problem before me that's hindering me from getting to the other side the Red Sea my past is behind me and it seems like it's never going to stop haunting me week after that we talked about faith when there is a relentless foe that is pursuing you not understanding that God is using your enemy to push you forward. He's using your enemy not to increase your faith, but for your faith to remain activated in believing that he's not going to leave you or destroy you. Last week we talked about the issue of repressive or regressive faith, where faith where fear tells faith that Egypt is better than what's in front of you. Where fear pushes faith to pause its movement rather than moving forward. Regressive faith reflects where fear punishes faith by stripping away all that has been accomplished. I asked you to do some things on last week and I pray that you've had a moment to do that I ask that you not allow the fear of your Egypt to push you backwards how many of you did what you could to push forward I pray that you did that on this week no matter what you were facing you you pressed forward you moved forward I I ask you to not allow your dream to remain on pause I pray that you hit the pause button and you begin to move forward into fulfilling your dream. And, and then I ask you to, to, to really begin to reflect on things that you've accomplished in your life. It's so important that we understand that faith opposes the regressive attitude that seeks to return us to where God has freed us from. I want to say that again. Faith opposes the regressive attitude that seeks to return us 
to where God has freed us from. When you become, when you and I become regressive, when we stop producing, when we stop building and we stop our forward momentum, uh, uh, it causes us to do what? To have a mentality of wanting to go back to where God has freed us from it. It causes us to, to, to move in a position where everything in our life is on pause, where we're living through a daydream, where we're living through a window that can never open. Have you ever been in a house and it was hot and you went to go open the window and somebody decided that they wanted to paint the windowsill and you couldn't open the window? And you kept trying to open the window, but it just wouldn't open no matter what you've done because that paint has been sitting in that windowsill for years. It's been cold, it's been hot, and now the paint that was once used to just sit there as a decor has now become a restrictor for something that should be able to open and close to give you fresh air, to give you breath, a, a place where you're able to stick your head out and look around. But now, because it's been sealed, everything in your life seems to be what? Shut in limited I want to talk about this today I want to talk about the issues of repressive faith repressive faith repressive faith those things that you deal with inwardly that causes faith to be overshadowed in some areas and so I want to read this to you here. I, I, I want to start at verse number 13 in Exodus chapter 14. It says, Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see again. Verse number 14, the Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. I like this here in verse number 15. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry? Tell your sons of Israel to move forward toward the sea. Verse 15 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry? Tell the people of Israel to go forward toward the mountains. To turn around and go back and fight the Egyptians. To turn around and just cry, complain. No, no, no. He says, tell the people of Israel, the sons of Israel, to go forward toward the sea. <laughs> it's really funny how God will tell you to do something before you see what he's going to do. <laughs> he says, move forward. That means get up, pack up your stuff, 
and start moving, but don't just move. He was very specific in his instruction. He says, move forward toward what seems to be hindering you. Move forward to what seems to be impossible that's going to help you in this season. It, it's impossible. Why am I moving towards a sea that I know that I can't get across? Why am I moving towards a sea that is not going to uh, benefit me? Uh, why wouldn't he tell me to move forward in a place that I could just walk right through? It wouldn't be faith. You heard me when we begin to talk about this some weeks ago. Faith causes easy to go out the window. When you operate in faith, you activate the sufferings. You activate persecution. You activate hardship. You activate difficulty. You, you activate patience that causes you to become strong. Come on now. You, you activate trial and tribulation in such a way that you have to depend on Jesus. Faith causes you to walk and see life in a different or through a different lens or a different optic or view. Faith causes you to see that this is really impossible. I must be crazy. I must be out of my mind. But he said, tell the people to get up, move forward, and go towards the sea. But there was an issue that that they had to deal with in their hearts. They had repressive faith. They had repressive faith so much to the, to the point that Moses had to deal with their fear and their fright. Like what it says here, and the people greatly feared and saw the fear of Moses as well. What do I do when I'm Hearing a word, but my faith has become repressive. Why? What, what happens when I operate in a spirit of repressive faith? Number one, fear dictates faith. Here we go again with that word. Last week we talked about fear tells faith that Egypt is better than what's in front of you. Uh, but today we can see that, there's a, that there is a progression from being regressive where you lack production, but then now everything that's going on the inside, going on inside of you is now suppressed out of a spirit of fear that begins to dictate faith's belief in God. Repressive faith, number one, it reflects fear that dictates faith's belief in God. I like this here, faith that used to believe, faith that doesn't want to believe, faith that doesn't know how to believe. 
Why? Because your fear of moving towards a sea that is not open, of moving towards a sea that you've sensed that you may drown, a, a sea that I've got my family, I've got my children, I've I got all of this stuff with me, and this is all that I have. And if I move towards this, how am I going to get across? Remember, the opposing factor to faith is sight. <laughs> the opposing enemy. Uh, the, the, the opposing enemy to faith is what you see. It's what's surrounding you. It's, it's the environment that you're surrounded in. Uh, I see a Red Sea. I hear the enemy behind me. I see mountains all around me. But he says, move towards the sea. Move towards the thing that seems to be hindering you. Move towards the thing that seems to be blocking you. Move towards the thing that seems impossible for you to get across, to get through, to swim. I don't even swim. I don't like water. Uh, 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 how is this going to take place? Get up and move forward and move towards what seems impossible. Don't allow fear to dictate your faith and belief in God. Don't allow your faith of belief to be dictated by what you fear. Many of us don't move in our dreams. We don't, we don't move in, 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 in what God has called us to because we're being dictated by fear. Fear dictates every thought, my move, my plan. Come on now. I don't get into new relationships because of fear. I don't try new things because of fear. I don't want to do anything new because of fear. The faith that I have to go back to school, fear has told me that I tried it once before and it didn't work. I, I failed, didn't have enough money, I lost this, I lost that. Do you see what happens when you be repressive in your faith? Fear rises up and it becomes your God of trust. It becomes your God of belief. It becomes your God of and your salvation because everything you do, you do it through fear. 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 Why won't you go for it? Fear. Why won't you do it? Fear. Why do you think that way? Fear is dictating what God has given me faith to move towards. Like this repressive faith not only dictates our, dictates our faith and belief in God, but then fear denounces faith's confidence in God. Number one, it attacks my belief. Number two, it, it attacks faith's confidence. Come on now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the confidence. It comes to attack your hope. Not only your belief, but then it comes to tell you you're not this and you're that. 
you, you will never be this. And you're never going to get across this sea. I don't care what you do. I know that God told you to move forward. I know that God told you to go toward the Red Sea. But God is not going to help you now. God's not going to be here. God is not listening to you. God does not care. It not only attacks faith's belief in God, but then it moves further. And it, then it begins to denounce faith's confidence. What I used to have confidence in, I no longer feel secure in that. I was once confident in talking about the goodness of God. I used to be confident in talking about the mercies of God. I, I was once comfortable telling my testimony because I was confident that God would cover me. But because of a Red Sea, come on now, because of your past behind you, uh, because you have gotten to a place in your life where you've stopped believing everything that you used to be confident in now has now become sorrowful. It has now become a place where there was once hope, but there is hopelessness. There is no hope. There is no joy. There is no strength. I, I used to get up on Sunday morning and I would be excited. I used to get up on Sunday morning and I was excited to come to church. I, I was excited to serve God. But because God told me to move towards a Red Sea, I was already repressive in my faith. So when God speaks, fear is telling faith not to believe in God. Because my faith has already been repressive and, and I've been sitting in this dark place for so long now when God tells me to trust in me with all of your heart lean not to your own understanding yes, come on getting a little ahead of myself confident I will remain confident that I will see the goodness of the Lord Come on now, confident that he's God. Confident that he'll bring me through. Confident that he'll get me across. I, I don't know how he's going to get me across, but I'm confident that if he's gotten me this far, I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. I, I don't feel no waste time I come too far from where I started from nobody told me that the road would be easy but I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me hey I don't believe the Lord has brought me this far to leave me said I don't believe he brought me this far oh to leave me See, 
Sometimes you got to sing your way through. Sometimes you got to remember that where you once were, you're not standing up today. I'm getting ahead of myself. Somebody say, Bishop, pace yourself. Stay, stay steady, sober, and settled. I'll get there. Got to have confidence that he didn't bring you this far to destroy you. He, he didn't bring you this far to leave you. He, he didn't bring you this far to not allow you to accomplish what he's called you to accomplish. He's brought you this far to tell you, keep moving towards the sea. Keep on walking towards the impossible. Ooh. Keep on and keep your eyes on the water that's sitting there that causes you to feel as if that when I get in it, I might drown. But if you can just keep moving towards, God's plan is going to open up for you. Repressive faith, it dictates faith's belief in God, number one. Number two, uh, repressive faith causes fear, Carrie. Uh, it denounces faith's confidence in God. I like this, but then it even gets deeper. Re repressive faith causes fear to do what? Fear displaces faith's trust. <laughs> In God, it dictates my faith and belief in God. It denounces my faith's confidence in God, but then it displaces, it takes away. <laughs> it, 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 it takes away, it, it comes in it and it, and, it, and, it, and it puts it in another place where it doesn't belong. Come on now, uh, I want faith to sit over there where you'll never trust God again. I want faith to stay over there where you will never trust your mama again, where you'll never trust your husband or wife again, where you'll never trust that the works of your hands will produce everything that God told you because of faith fear I don't trust God because of fear I don't trust relationships because of fear I don't even trust what's good in my own life because of fear I would rather sit in a displaced position and allow fear to guide me allow fear to take me towards the Red Sea I'm going somewhere uh, they had repressive faith their repressive faith they didn't leave it there they took it with them oh rabbi come on now when they walked through the sea they were still repressive they still had doubt the only reason that they got up and moved is because they had no other choice but I'm tired of living because I have no other choice. I'm tired of making decisions because I have no other choice. I'm tired of believing in a God that has already proven himself because I have no other choice. I'm tired of tithing because I don't have another choice. I'm tired of being committed to God because I'm fearful and I'm afraid that he's gonna kill me. I'm tired of worshiping because I have no other choice. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of living out of I have no other choice. But you do have a choice. You've got a choice. You've got a choice to walk in faith. 
And faith does not just be my choice, but faith becomes my hope. It becomes my confidence. Uh, it, it becomes where I'm able to lift my head up. I'm able to square my shoulders back, and I'm able to stand strong. I'm able to speak to the mountain and say to the mountain, mountain be thou removed. He said that if you would just have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll be able to speak to the mountain, and the mountain shall be removed but when your faith operates out of I have no other choice you'll turn around and doubt God every time you'll turn around and stop trusting God every time you'll turn around and never have confidence in God and God is still moving on your behalf hmm. Hmm. I looked at this text here I looked at this text honey and I said, I probably need to stay here for March because, because uh, it does the text no justice to stop today because we really need to see the outcome of what their faith did for them. <laughs> we, we, we need to see the outcome of when you misuse your faith, Ooh. of what it does for you or what it doesn't do for you. But we can see here that they had to move forward. In a moment of repressive faith, God is saying move forward and don't allow fear to dictate how you believe. I'm God, I've never changed, I'm the same, well y'all know what it says, I'm the same always, uh, yesterday, today, and forevermore, I'm an unchanging God, I'm not a moody God, I don't have personality issues, I don't have ADD or whatever y'all want to call it, I don't have any of those issues, my attention is where it is, I'm God, hallelujah, matter of fact, I gave the DNA for attention so that means that I have to be the one that stays focused I'm always sober I'm always steady I'm always settled I'm unmoving nothing shakes me nothing scares me nothing worries me nothing gets on my nerves why because I'm God I already knew that it was gonna happen I've already seen it before I formed you in your mama's womb I knew that you would be 400 years locked slavery. I knew that you would have regressive faith. I knew that you would have repressive faith. I knew that you would have to deal with a relentless foe. I knew that I would put you in a restricted place where faith seems as if it was limited. And now you're sitting here acting as if I'm guessing my way through. I don't guess. I've already done it. I've already completed it. I, I am God See, when you think about God, you got to think of him that way. God doesn't have an issue with himself. God doesn't have to remind himself of anything. God doesn't owe you and I anything. Can I just say that? We owe him. But I like this. Faith speaks to the fear of sight and fretfulness. Faith speaks to the fear of sight and fretfulness. Faith 
speaks to the fear of sight and fretfulness. Faith, my faith, my trust, my confidence, my belief in him, it will speak to the fear of what I see, the fear of what's opposing me, the fear of what's hindering me, the fear of what seems impossible. I believe that God was go is going to work on my behalf. I believe that God is more than enough for me. I believe that Jesus is all I need. I believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I believe in his word. I believe the report of the Lord that I shall live and not die because the doctor says I don't have a good doctor's report right now. My money doesn't look right. My checking account doesn't look right. But I believe that God said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I believe that God will beat Jehovah Jireh my provider. I believe that God will feed me when I'm hungry. I believe that I do not have to turn rocks into bread because man shall not live oh come on now by bread alone but out of every word that proceeded out of his mouth. When you start speaking to the fear of what you see it will erase the fretting spirit that causes you to not move towards a red sea come on how do you handle those moments of faithless momentum hear this number one you got to accept that you didn't miss God Come on, Carrie. You didn't miss God. You didn't make a mistake. You didn't make a wrong turn. Uh, uh, you got to accept that you didn't miss God. God will lead you into a place and lead us into a place where we have to figure it out sometimes. Uh, come on now. Hear it. How do I handle those moments of faithless momentum? And Melissa, I have to accept that you and I did not miss God. God will lead us into a place where we have to figure it out. Come on now. It's right there. Our faith and trust in God increases my capacity and competence to work through hard times and difficulties. Are you seeing this? Our faith and trust in God increases my capacity and competence to work through hard times and difficulty. Uh, how do we handle those restrictive moments, those repressive and regressive moments? How do we handle, Carrie, uh, uh, the relentless foe where my faith seems to be in a place where I can't trust? He says, stop crying. Stop crying. It's all right to cry. But then there's a moment where you got to stop crying. Stop crying. He tells, he tells Moses, tell the people to stop crying. Stop it. Cut it out. My wife would say her father taught her, stop crying over the spill. What you going to do? Clean it up. Move on. And go work and get you another carton of milk, gallon of milk, 
get another one. Somebody asked, well, why don't you cry over spilled milk? I, I've been through too much in my life to be sitting there crying over some milk that I can't even drink anyway because it's on the floor. Although you didn't Clorox the floor and mop the floor and sanitize the floor, you, you, you can't pick up the milk and put it back in a cup. You can't drink it. So why keep crying over it? Mourn, grief, pick yourself up, just keep on moving. Don't ignore what you spill. Don't leave it sitting there. Clean it up. As you clean it up, cry about it. As you clean it up, say, why would I do this and why? But once you get it up, wipe yourself off and say, it's time to head towards the sea. I got to keep going. How do I handle these moments of, of faithless momentum? I've got to accept that I didn't miss God. I've I got to stop crying and remember that God hasn't forsaken you and the promise that is before you. Remember last week, I told you one of the points that faith comes to tell Egypt that what's before you is not really worth it. But the action of faith says stop crying because God is not forsaking you nor has he abandoned and left you homeless from the promise that is right in front of you. Somebody say my promise. Come on, say it. My promise is right in front of me. You just got to keep walking towards what's in front of you. Our faith and belief in God increases our strength and courage to remain focused on getting to the other side. Number one, accept that you did not miss God. Number two, stop crying. Why? Because our faith and belief in God increases strength and courage. Our courage to remain focused on getting to the other side. Linda, did you hear it? My assignment is to do what? Get to the other side. But the only way I'm going to get to the other side is forward, and I got to go towards what's going to get me to my promise. Here it is. Lastly, sometimes you got to get up as a leader and tell the people to go forward. Yes. As a leader today, I'm telling the people of the Rock Church, get up and go forward. It's time for us to get up and go forward. I've been telling our team all year long, we cannot go back. We can't go back. It's, it's, it's too hard to go back. I, I don't want to go back to the convent. I, I don't want to go back to the hotel. I do not want to go back to a hotel ever again. That was Egypt. I want to remain free to do ministry. I don't want to go back. When we talk about the stories of back, let's laugh about it. But I'm not going back. You hear what we said? We're not going back 
Don't go back in your life. Don't go back on the promises of God. Don't go back on your yes. Don't go backwards in your relationships. Keep moving forward. Can I tell you this? Anything in your life that causes you to denounce your faith in God is not for you. Anything in your life that does not require God to be first is not for you. Any relationship that you may be tied to, that if it cannot honor the God in your life, then you're unequally yoked. I just need to, I need to say it. I don't care what it feels like. I, I don't care what it looks like. Come on now. Fear can be in a relationship with your boo or your bae. Fear can be in a relationship with your job and your money. Because I got money, I feel secure. But, but I have fear to step out and start what God told me to. If God and faith can never overrule your fear, then whatever you're in, it ain't of God. Your faith should overrule. Your faith should oppose your flesh. Faith tells the people to go forward. God said, get up and go forward. Hear this. Faith is forward. Forward is moving beyond where you once stood. Moving beyond where you once stood is faith in action. I like that. I like that. Faith is forward. Forward is moving beyond where you once stood. I once stood in Egypt. <laughs> but moving beyond where you once stood is faith in action. Moving towards the Red Sea is faith in action. Moving forward beyond where I once stood was me leaving my Egypt. Faith is moving forward. Before I can remember where I once stood, I must move forward in faith, or faith must move me forward. Before I can really praise him and give the Lord a shout, faith must move me from where I once stood. If you've not moved from where you once stood, then why are you shouting? You went nowhere. You're not walking any faith this week. So what are you coming to shout in church for? I'm shouting because he brought me over. Brought you over what? Brought you over from where? Because we still say that. But faith has to be now. <laughs> I just messed y'all up with that. Come on, shout for what he did yesterday. I need to shout for what he's going to do today. Yesterday's shout is dried up. It's gone. I've exhausted the grace of yesterday. 
at 12 midnight because it says that he gives what? New mercies. New mercies. Mercy every day for me to do what? To allow faith to move me forward and to move me towards a place where I once stood. Move me out of a place into a place that I've never stood before. I've never stood in a place of confidence like this. I used to stand in a place uh, of, of doubt and unbelief, uh, but he has allowed my faith uh, to move me in a place where I am so confident uh, that I'm relieved that I don't have to be the fixer. I'm relieved that I don't have to be the uh, problem fixer or give a solution here. I'm relieved in my mind that God is God and God is for me and he's not against me. I'm so relieved in my mind that I'm able to keep moving towards this Red Sea that ain't opened up yet. My feet's starting to get a little muddy now. Uh, I got to lift my pants leg up now. Uh, I got to show my ankles now. Uh, I'm still moving, but I'm confident that he told me that he would be with me. I'm confident pops that he said that he would walk with me all the days of my life I believe that God is not going to let me drown I believe that God is not going to allow me to sit out here and float and I lose my family I lose my marriage I lose my health I lose my faith because I believe in God go open up this red sea for me if you're God, you're going to open it up for me. You're going to get me across some type of way. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, somebody that's by sitting on camera right now, you're saying, how am I going to get across? Uh, don't worry about how you're getting across. Uh, just keep moving towards what seems impossible. Keep pressing your way to what seems impossible. Keep faith to what seems impossible. Don't pray for how I'm going to get across. Pray that I'll keep moving towards it. Because the longer and the more you keep moving towards it, uh, the waters are brewing. Come on now. The miracles of God will now start moving on your behalf. But if you stay here, nothing happens. Come on, lift your hands, church. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, stand on your feet. Come on. Come on, come on. Just lift your hands. Just say, Lord, I trust you. Come on, say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I have confidence in you that we will see the reward of the Lord. My children will see it. My generations will see it. My family will see it. My marriage will see it. Come on. My money will see it. My health will see it. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, take a picture of where you are. And take a picture of where God is saying he wants you to move towards. Come on, take that picture. Come on, see it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today that your Savior, Jesus, your Savior, 
You're the Savior that we need. Not just a Savior for salvation, but a Savior that will save me for the rest of my life from all hurt, harm, and danger, from all of the inward wreckage that takes place in my life. I give you authority to save me from the dangers of mental depression, of mental anguish and anxiety and torment. Be the savior of tormenting thoughts of suicide, murder, and death. Father, we thank you that you save us from the dangerous flesh of sin, transgression, and trespass. Save us, Father. Father, we thank you that we not only be saved by the Word, but that we be filled with the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Not only just, not the indwelling, but, but Father, we thank you for the outpouring and the filling of the Holy Spirit that allows us to, to do the work of the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you that we release ourselves from the moments of repressive faith that comes to dictate our faith and belief in you. Father, we ask that you forgive us for allowing ourselves to become regressive in our faith where we have stopped producing, where faith has become dormant, where our faith is an image of the fig tree that you walk past and when it should have produced fruit, it did not, and you cursed the tree so that it would never live again. Father, we thank you that we don't become like a cursed fig tree. Father, we thank you that we don't become the unfruitful branches that are connected to the vine that you cut off and disconnect. Father, we thank you that we don't become like the children of Israel where we're so regressive in our faith that we're more concerned about going back to a place that you freed us from where fear tells us that Egypt, slavery, abuse, lack, no dream, no purpose is more important than what's in front of us. Father, give us the strength to understand that the relentless foe of the enemy that has been hardened to, to charge after us, that you're using that enemy to push us forward. But our faith in you will lead our enemies into a place, as the Word of God says, we'll never see them again. And Father calls us to be strong in the places where we're restricted. My past is behind me, the haunting stories and the memories of the past. 
a promise that seems to be beyond my reach, but then I have to deal with the Red Sea. Father, give us the faith to move forward. Cause us to have faith to move forward, to get up from the places where we become idle and stagnant. Forgive us for being procrastinators, full of excuses, allowing our ideas and dreams to just simply die in a place where we were just supposed to be resting for a moment. Father, we thank you for life, health, strength. Father, we thank you for our faith. This is our prayer. You're here today and you want to be saved. You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You want to allow God's power to rest on your life. You might be online. Come on, just lift your hands. Hallelujah. Where's she at? Where's she at? Come on, Chloe, sing yes with Papa. My soul says yes. My soul says yes. Still my soul. My soul says yes. Come on, say it. My soul says yes, my soul says yes, still my soul, my soul says yes, my soul says yes, my soul. Says yes, steal my soul. Come on, everybody, just say it. Come on, we're saying that my my yes is in agreement. Come on, Jaira. Hallelujah. Come on, just lift your hands and worship. Hallelujah. Come on, just worship the Father. this week three things accept that you did not miss God stop crying 
and simply tell yourself to move forward. Abandon fear that wants to dictate your faith's belief in God. Abandon the fear that comes to tell you and that comes to denounce your faith's confidence in God. Abandon the fear, reject the fear, renounce the fear that wants to displace your faith. Trust in God. Three things. You've got to do what? You've got to do this this week. You have to accept that you didn't miss God. Stop crying over the spilled milk. Pick it up, clean it up, grieve, cry. But then there's a moment where he wants you to stop crying and he wants you to get up and go. I'll say it again. Three things I want you to do this week. This is our focus this week. Accept that you didn't miss God. Accept that you didn't make a wrong turn. The number two, stop crying. In a place where you can't move, where you're so fearful to move. I'm, I'm not saying don't cry because it hurts. Stop crying in a place where you don't trust, where you don't believe. And then tell yourself, it's time for me to get up and move towards what I've been afraid of. What you're afraid of is not there to harm you. It's there to assist you. <laughs> it's there to destroy your enemy. But it's there to give you passage to the other side. <laughs> I love you. If you didn't have an opportunity to give on today, I want you to do so. I want you to give because you love and you honor God. You love your church. You want to see your church grow. You want to see your church remain in a place where it can do ministry at another level. Your tithe, your offering, and your love seed. Hallelujah. I want you to just say this. As I'm going through this week, I accept that I didn't miss God. I want you to think about this. Our faith and trust in God increases my capacity and competence to work through the hard times and difficulty. I accept that I didn't miss God. Why? Because God has given me the faith to work through hard and difficult moments in my life. I'm stopping the moment where I'm just going to sit here and cry because I understand that our faith and belief in God has increased my strength and courage to remain focused on getting to the other side. Why, I'm, why don't I want to sit and cry anymore? Because I'm going to be focused on getting to the other side. <laughs> then I like this. It's time to move forward. 
faith is forward. Forward is moving beyond where you once stood. Moving beyond where you once stood is faith in action. Y'all got it? Y'all got it? I love you. I appreciate you.